Okay, we continue in the Rambam. We're still in the first section, the 34th chapter. And we are, Martin, in the book you're at, we're at right top of page Nun Bays. Okay, again, we're going through the five factors that make it very difficult for us to understand the esoteric nature, the metaphysical reality of Hashem. When the first one we said is the difficulty of the material, the concepts are, are very difficult. Number two, the people's minds. Not everyone has a mind that's completely developed. And this third one, we've been talking about the immenseness of the prerequisite knowledge that is required. And we said you have to have good prerequisites of logical mind that you have. Then you have to understand mathematical concepts. You have to understand natural uh, sciences. And then you go into the metaphysical uh, sciences. These are all things that take a very long time. And a lot of people do not have the patience mm -hmm. for that. So we're going to continue with this third um, reason, and hopefully we'll get into the fourth reason. So because of this, right there, so you'll find that people will stop short in studying any one of these disciplines. Even though their mind does not get cloudy, they're very sharp and they're learning. But there's this little problem, so called death. No. And death stops your process. You're getting through some of the uh, preliminaries, but you're done. Okay, man, people weren't living as long as we are today. So, um, you know, you could be learning, you could be doing everything right, but it just takes a long time. And what's going to happen? You okay. run out of time. You learn some preliminaries, more preliminaries, more preliminaries. You're really, you're really getting the preliminaries well, but they take a lot of time. And then, done. <laughs> now comes a very interesting point the Rambam <laughs> throws in here. So how are they going to know anything about God? If they didn't pass the preliminaries, how are they going to get to the metaphysical areas? And had we not have the proper Jewish outlook from the way of Amuna, which means the Messorah, Klau, if we wouldn't have any Messorah, such as the Torah, and weren't given any of the parables that the Nevi'im gave us, but if we need the understanding of perfection within the boundaries of all these um, uh, prerequisites, and being able to prove everything that has to be proved in the prerequisites, until you've completed all these long prerequisites, this would cause Lamus all people would die. Without people knowing if there's a God in the world of that. These exact similar words to Rabsaja Gaon. Okay? So <coughs> what he's saying is, had not God given us the Torah, and the Torah says that God created the world. Finished. 
That's the Masorah. We have words of the Nevi'im. Okay, they speak in parables. But without that, we wouldn't know anything. We wouldn't even know there's a God. So, okay, so you're trying to logically come to understand things. That's a wonderful thing. The Ram says that's the best way of knowing God. But most of are not going to finish the course of study in time. So you're going to wait till, till you've finished everything to get the intellectual knowledge of God. That might be the, that is, that is the best way to understand God. But then you're going to fall without knowing anything. So at least we have the Messorah of the Torah that tells us that this is the way it is. If you understand it or not, Zehu Right? Kol Shekein, Shiachayev Lo Chachma, O Yishlom Imenu Magras, and Velo Hoyenotzel, Klaumin Avodon Azeh, Ela Echad Meir Ushnam Yishbacha. And all the more so that you're obligated in having um, wisdoms and to negate things that would be uh, uh, the opposite of that. And in other words, nobody could escape total loss and destruction except one from a city and two from a family. In other words, it'd be way too hard, you know, that think, certain things you got to know about Hashem. Certain things you got to know what Hashem is, you got to know what Hashem isn't. How are you going to know that? So Baruch Hashem, there's a Masorah. So we learn the Masorah, and then we come to come to an intellectual understanding. Okay, but so who who is left from all this? Aval hayechidim, but the unique individuals, famous seridim. These are sort of like the remnants of the Jewish people. Asher Hashem kara, which Hashem calls them. Based on uh, it's similar to wording in the Sefer Yoel, lo lahem hashlamas, they will uh, not achieve perfection. They won't get to the goal unless after all these prerequisites. Kvarbeir Shlomo and Shlomo already says He says prerequisites are prerequisites. They have to be. Cannot come to the true wisdom unless you're properly prepared. And here's the pasuk that he says in Mishlei, I believe. No, Kohelis. This is what he says: Im If the iron is dull, the who lo panim kilkel and the chayulavim yagbir. So the guy's got to. Uh, the basic meaning is like this: if you're if your uh, axe is dull, okay, and it doesn't have a sharp uh, edge over there, if you haven't done that, you're going to have to be very, very strong to compensate. For it. You're going you're gonna to have to hit awfully hard to compensate for the lack of the perfection oh, yeah. of the axe. The Chachma and the profitability of the, of the preparation is found in wisdom. Okay, so therefore he's saying if, if you have something, the axe does not have a face, it's not been sharpened, you know, you, you're going to have to hit a lot more and you still won't succeed. But if you got a lot of preparation and wisdom, then you got a very sharp, sharp axe and you're going to be able to accomplish everything. And he also says, Shema Eitzah, uh, listen to counsel, the Kabbal Musr and receive Musr, Luman Tech Kambrech you'll become smart at the end of the day. Okay, I don't remember if I said this yesterday or not, because I remember I prepared it. So if I said it, it'll be a review for 30 seconds, and if not. But remember, 
according to the Rambam. The Rambam is called, with, with, for better or for worse, the rationalist. Now, don't make a mistake and think, no, everything had to be rational to him. And if it wasn't rational, he didn't accept it. That's not what we mean the Rambam was a rationalist. The Rambam is saying the best way to know Hashem is through your mind and your logic. And if you persevere and you work at it, you will understand, it will be internalized in you in a way that it could not be known in any other way. And therefore, those who are weak, and that's no, no one's fault for being weak, then you go to the second best way, and that is the Messorah from the prophets. And that, but the Ram says, the best way for you to, to really understand what Hashem is, Okay, now remember, we're not going to totally understand Hashem. No one's going to totally understand Hashem. But for you to really conceive of what Hashem is to the maximum of your ability, that will bring you as close to God as you can reach. And that's very few people. And you could really say, and there's no excuses for this, Rabbi doesn't have to excuse himself, really, this is for the elitists. The elitists, meaning say elite, not just because they're rich. The elitists of the intellectually elite that not everybody has. And they they can come to such a profound understanding of Hashem. And that is the best way to accomplish that. Uh, but if you don't, okay, you got the Torah, you believe the Torah, they're going to tell you Hashem created the world, and you accept it. And uh, you're, you're definitely uh, a proper Jew, but to perceive and feel that Vekas Hashem, you're just not gonna have it because you don't, you're not smart enough to have it. This was the Rambam's position. Question? Yeah, so we thought about learning Sparty like Derek Hashem. That's child's play compared to what the Rambam's telling us to learn. It's all very nice. But you still don't really understand Hashem. You still don't really understand. You're saying a lot of things, but you don't really understand it because Hashem is beyond your 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 mental um, radar. It's still a concept. So what's the purpose for us It it uh, the purpose is at least gives you what the uh, roadmap is. But after all is said and done, when we talk about this word dveikus. It's very hard for anyone to achieve tveikus. To cleave to Hashem is a difficult thing. Torah says you should cleave to Hashem. So um, Hasidus tells you what is in the hidden aspects of what the mitzvah are doing, but it's not telling you anything about Hashem. It's not telling you anything about my separations, nothing about the Merkava. And to understand those aspects of Hashem that are really very difficult concepts, but if you grasp them, you have, you have a greater connection to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. So, uh, obviously, the Derech Hashem tells us, okay, he explains the um, framework of Yiddishkeit. So, Derech Hashem can help you understand Derech Jew and Agoy. Okay? But it can't get your mind into the place where Hashem is, so to speak, as close as a person can get to Hashem. And because, and because why? Because not everybody can do this. And the Rambam is the first to acknowledge it. Now, there's a lot you can get, and we're not putting down Yidin who, who, who don't have this. And there's a place for every kind of Jew. 
But if you're talking about a person who really wants to understand what, you know, there's this infinite God, this finite person, we're so far away from each other. So what can I understand about Hashem? You have to have a very, very smart mind. Remember, this is the last thing that the Rambam wrote. He wrote so many, he wrote halacha, he wrote a hashkafa, he wrote a lot of things, but he's leaving this for last because this is the hardest thing. So what you remember, you're the image of Hashem, the mind of Hashem, so to speak. So the more you can understand what Hashem really is, the more you can understand who you are. While, um, let's say, Kabbalah and Hasidus is what Hashem does. Spheros and things like that, but you don't really understand much about Hashem. So that is the Rambam's position. And there's a lot to, to be gained if you're not like the Rambam, but you're still missing this uh, really to know, to know, the first Mitzvah says is to know Hashem. There's a Hashem. Well, what is this Hashem that you know? All powerful. That's good. It's true. It's true. But you're far away from what it really is. Now, you'll never get to what it really is, but that's what it is. What it really is is off the charts. You're never going to go there. What we understand is like right there at the curb. And Ram says you can at least get over here and know more about Hashem. And that is the best way to be able to know Hashem. Now the Kuzari argues on this strongly. And he says the best way to know Hashem is the prophetic experience. <laughs> As if that's easy. There are no more prophets. I understand. But uh, that's the best the best way, the prophetic experience. And, the, and therefore the Kuzri will be more towards the Kabbalah derech, which, which we work on Midos and things like that, and separating from man. You don't necessarily have to have, you have to still be a Chacham. You don't have to have all this understanding of biochem, uh, by, uh, metaphysics and all this stuff. So it's something that comes in a different way. And, uh, and using logic is the second best way. I still am not so sure if they really are arguing or they're talking about two better realities. Right. Rambam can be speaking, listen, we don't got prophecy anymore, yeah, so what are we going to do now? It's out of the loop. What are you going to do now? No one's going to be a prophet. So we've got to try the best we can with Chachma. Could be there's no argument. Yeah. Really, if you experience the prophetic experience, then you're there because God just scooped you up, so to speak. But you don't have to be an expert in metaphysics. We know what happens is God gives you the metaphysics. He gives it to you. And, and if he gives it to you, then you don't have to do anything. You have to do other things to get there. But uh, but, uh, but using your intellect, what bothers the um, Kuzari is, frankly, you could be wrong. Okay. So... Uh, if people are wrong, you know, you're trying to lose your mind, and you could be like Alicia uh, 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 You You can go off the derech. So that is the issue. So since intellect is a fault, here's the, here, you want to say the difference in two sentences is like this. The Kuzari is saying intellect is a faulty tool that can deceive you. You think you got it, and you don't have it at all. Very few are really going to get it. On the other hand, if you remember a famous line, I don't know if it was, was the NAACP or whatever, <laughs> I forgot what it was. It was something, a mind is a terrible thing to waste, something like that. Mm -hmm. Some line like that, I may not have it exactly 
In other words, they were talking about the blacks who, you know, they got minds. Uh, so they say, no, they have minds. They have minds. They have minds. Uh, but if you don't send them to school and don't learn anything, you're wasting their mind. So it's a tragedy to waste the mind. So Rambam is saying, tragedy waste the mind. But we're not talking about for the Schwarz that Schwarz they want them to know how to add and subtract and, 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 and know to read English. That's as far as secular knowledge goes. The Rambam is saying, no, you have a mind that can know can know the uh, metaphysical realities. It's possible for certain people to get there. So why shouldn't you? That will get you the greater dvekus. So I don't know if they're necessarily arguing or just focusing on different points. A lot of people contend that they're arguing, but it could be they're focusing on different points. So now hit the Kuzari 5-1, please. See upper left-hand side. So we'll just read a little. Um, this beginning of essay five talks a little bit about this. Let's just do it from the English. So remember, this is a discussion between the King Khazar, who wants to understand, and the rabbi, quote-unquote. He did it as a dialogue. It's not necessarily was true. Some say it was just a parable. Some say it really was true. There was such a King Khazar. But that's not important. The question is between the questioner and the rabbi. So al Khazari says, I must trouble thee to give me a clear and concise discourse on religious principles and axioms according to the method of the mutakalims, some kind of uh, Muslims, whatever. Let me hear them exactly as thou didst study them, that I may accept or refute them. Since I have not been granted a perfect faith free from doubts, and I was formerly skeptical, had my own opinions, and exchanged ideas with philosophers and followers of other religions, I consider most advantageous to learn and to instruct myself how to refute dangerous and foolish views. Tradition in itself is a good thing if it satisfies the soul. But a perturbed soul prefers research, especially if examination leads to the verification of tradition. Then knowledge and tradition become united which is a very nice idea. So the king is saying, listen, I don't have a tradition, but, you know, you so go, go teach me. But you see, he's already hinting that tradition with knowledge is good. It comes along the Kuzri, the rabbi. He says, and where is the soul which is strong enough not to be deceived by the views of philosophers, scientists, or log- uh, astro- astrologers, adepts, magicians, materialists, and others, and can adopt a belief without having first passed through many stages of heresy. In other words, there's a lot of intellect out there that's definitely in the wrong place. Life is short, but labor long. Only few there are to whom belief comes naturally, who avoid all these views and whose soul always detects the points of error in them. I hope that you are one of those few. But since I cannot resist, I will not lead you the way of the Karaites, and as I'm not telling you all the wrong stuff, who ascended the heights of metaphysics without intermediate steps, when they make mistakes, I'll give you a clear standpoint which will assist thee to acquire clear notions of matter, form, elements, nature, soul, intellect, metaphysical, general, etc., etc., etc. But but as you see earlier, he was saying that really it's better that you would just have the Masora. The other guy said, "Well, I didn't have a Masora, so I want you to give the intellect." He said, "I really don't want to give you the intellect." I don't want to do that, but you're insisting on me giving you with the intellect. I'll do it. But you see, there's a lot of the Karaites and all this. They're using the intellect. They're going in the wrong place. So therefore, 
His feeling is you go with the Mesorah. And the Mesorah is fine, and that's going to be good. And what the Nevi'im were able to say, those are the ones who knew Hashem better than anybody else. So that, so therefore, you have this um, uh, difference where the Rambam says, as much as your mind can take you, that's where you should take it. But always have a safety net of the Mesorah. The Rambam certainly says you should start with the Mesorah in case you don't get to the end. So you got a safety net, but if you want to know more, it's got to be with your, your intellect. And the Rambam will say in the next section, already has said it, not everybody's going to get there. Well, uh, the Kuzari is saying, forget about the intellect. We, you know, really, it's prophecy is the main way to do this. And therefore, for us, understanding what the prophets have said to the best of our ability is the best way for us to go. And uh, the intellect is second best. In other words, and I really don't think it's an argument. I think a prophet clearly has the best knowledge of God because Hashem, so to speak, encountered with him, right? And, and subsumed his reality. He was living in God's reality. When you're in God's house, you know, seeing is better than understanding. The Rambam is talking about understanding. We'll see as we go further, but that's the general <coughs> understanding here. Okay. So let's continue, click back to the guide, okay, and let's go a little further. And there's another reason why it's so important to know these, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, 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 prerequisites. When you try to investigate things quickly, you get a lot of doubts, a lot of questions. And he will understand that there's questions because he's so quick. You'll see contradictions in this thing. And what is, and that is really what happens when you really are trying to learn things. You're going to come with a lot of contradictions. He said, It's like you're destroying a structure. But sometimes you have to destroy the structure to build a better structure. But to stand things up properly and to get rid of the doubts can only happen with the prerequisites that come with all these preliminaries that we discussed. Someone who tries to delve into it without the prerequisites, person's going barefoot to get to a destination. And then he gets slip into a deep uh, pit. He has no way to get out of it until he dies. If he didn't bother to go on the trip, and stayed in his house, who Yoser told will be better for him. In other words, if you're planning on going a major hike, um, let's say you go to uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's the place in Alberta? No. Uh, Yes. Oh, you're talking about the Rocky Mountains? Oh, in Alberta. Oh, Banff. 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 Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't hear. I didn't hear. So, what, no, my hearing isn't good. So, uh, when you go there, you better be ready. You better have good hiking shoes. Yeah. Lots of water. Sure. Uh, walking sticks. Yeah. A lot of things. Because a lot of things happen from when going from the bottom till you get to the top. Lots of things can happen. You better be prepared. 
You just don't go, oh, I'll go. They always say, don't go hiking in your flip-flops. No. Right? Not a good thing. So you just go in your flip-flops and you just, uh, you trip and fall and you got no way to get out. Because that's all the preliminaries. Just like you prepare for a major hike, you make sure to have everything ready so you'll be able to take care of yourself. So if you don't have that, that's where you're going to fall and get into trouble. Ukvar hirba shloma b'mishle and, and, and Shlomo HaMelech t- said a lot of uh, explanation in the Sefer Mishle with parables. Where he talks about the lazy people whose hands are weak from laziness. But now when he talks about the Atzlan, so we, normally when people learn, Shlomo talks a lot about the lazy person. So we think the lazy person, for example, is the guy who doesn't work on the farm. Yeah. Father bequeaths somebody a farm, mm-hmm. and what does he do? Nothing. Yeah, he lets the weeds grow. Yeah. He lets the, 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 the wall fall. He doesn't do not anything. And slowly, slowly, only falls apart. So that is the pushup shot. A lazy person, things fall apart. The Rambam has a different shift, unique approach, and he talks about, it's all about the intellect. And he's going to explain that King Solomon is talking about the lazy mind. And he says, this is all from the Midrishas Hamadam. This is all the laziness from seeking out the sciences. From our Bichukas Hamishtaikik. He does talk about the yearning. People do want to know the real mystical, metaphysical. They want to know this, as we said yesterday. But but he doesn't work on the preliminaries that bring you to that goal. But he only wants it. So this is what he says. Omar tavas timisanu. The lusts of the lazy person will kill him. Okay, because his hands refuse to do. Kolayom. He savatava all day long. He he lusts for things. The tzaddik and the tzaddik yitain. He exerts himself for yechshach and does not hold back. So the Rambam is explaining, and he says, "Va'amar." He says, "Kasiva shetshutoko shukosom tivniseno." Why is it that the yearnings of the lazy man kills him? He doesn't do anything that further advances the yearning in a concrete way. He just wants. He wants all these things, but he doesn't work on them. And therefore, So he assumes his conclusions are based on the tools that he doesn't have to reach it. So therefore, he'll come up with really crazy things. That could literally destroy his mind. On the other, and for such a guy, if he would have just forgot about the chuka and forget about those dreams, it would have been better for him. Yeah. Better, you want it, but forget it. It's not going to be. Okay, no, no, I, I'm going to get it. So he does minimal effort, comes up with the craziest ideas, and it destroys his mind. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, he's boning sofa mushal. Let's look at the end of the mushal. Now, here the word tzaddik does not mean the conventional word tzaddik, because we're paralleling or contrasting an otzel, lazy, to a tzaddik. Now, tzaddik is someone who does mitzvahs. A lazy person is a lazy person. A tzaddik's the opposite of a lazy person. So what does this mean? He's going to explain. 
Lafishu Mavar Estrilaso, he explains in the beginning, Vomer Vitzadik Yitain Velo Yechshach. Now the literal words would mean a tzaddik gives and it's not dark, but that's not what it means. He says, You can't parallel or or, or, or um, contrast a tzaddik to a lazy person only if you're going to say that tzaddik means a kvimashabar as we explain. Tzaddik can also mean just, a just person. Now what is a just person exactly? It's a person who does things properly with precision and commitment. Now that happens to be what a tzaddik does. He does his mitzvahs that way. But you don't have to be a tzaddik tzaddik to be a tzaddik. Be a tzaddik in what you do. In other words, we'll say like this, the goody-goody in school. It's not a tzaddik, but he does what he's supposed to do. That's all. So people give energy for everything as is fitting. And Yitain calls Manalimudim. He gives all his time for studying. And he's not going to darken, you know, from his time. He's going to waste anything for something else. So therefore, it's the tzaddik dedicates. Yitain here means to dedicate his his days to wisdom. And he doesn't darken from them. Kain Amru, for example, it says, Al What does it mean? Do not give women your strength. It means don't dedicate to women your strength. That's the meaning over there. So it uh, it so therefore what he's saying is that's how you're going to succeed in making it happen. You've got to have a lot of effort to make that happen. And if you don't do that, it's not going to be. Let's just do, if you don't mind, since it's going to be a long weekend, five more lines. Just finish the third third reason, then we'll start the fourth one next week. The last point, very brief, and many of the wise men, Klomar, with bunny ears, that are well known to be wise, meaning they're not. They, everyone thinks he's a wise man, but really not. They are smitten with this sickness. They don't really want to go to the end. They don't go through all the introductions. And there are those they brought to them from foolishness. Or they want to have big positions. And therefore, what do they do? Let's say the people are the leaders. But the leaders really aren't so smart. And what do they say? You know what, guys, you don't have to know all these introductions. No, no, it's not important. It's not important. It's going to confuse you. Don't worry. We understand what Hashem is. You don't need to boggle your mind with introductions. That's not good. You know why? Because they don't understand it. That's why they say it's not good. Or they're lazy. And they will make it think, you know, those people, like the Rambam, they're dangerous people. They're going to get into areas that you can't get out of. Or it's not, no purpose in it. If you really reflect on this, you'll see how true this is. Now, some say the Rambam is attacking the Rivet. The Rivet is the one who makes the comments on the Rambam. And because the Rambam felt, the Rivet felt, the Rambam was mistakenly following Greek philosophy. 
So the Ravid was saying the Rambam's not doing things the way they should be done. And there's a lot of strong words the Ravid uses against the Rambam. So something, he's maybe against him. Or others will say he's going against the Kuzri. Where again, the Kuzri is saying, you should be. Now remember, the Rambam came after the Kuzri. Could be very well, he knew everything the Kuzri wrote. So all he's saying is, a lot of people, you know, poo-poo this rationalism. And they give all kinds of negative stereotypes. Oh, he's just like the Greeks. Oh, he's going to go off the derech. This is modern. This is not the way. This is not Masora. All these things. And you know what? It could be a lot of them. It's just they're not smart enough themselves. And they're afraid of the challenge of somebody being smarter than them. And therefore, they just say it's not to be followed. Those are the first three. Next week, we'll get the four and five. Where's the next time? I'm sorry. Uh, Sunday. Sunday. It's a long weekend for us. Always Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's a half a week. It's a half a week. So I want to stop in a good stopping place. Shkayach.